And this week was Veterans Day. So we thought it was very fitting rather than find a equally fitting guest that could speak to this topic. Why not just talk to our friendly neighborhood veteran, Shay? You know, I mean, Veterans Day in the in the world is to just honor and appreciate and reflect on those who have served and have paid a price, not the ultimate price. You know, that's Memorial Day, but a price nonetheless, and, a, and often quite a high one. Now, in our show, we always go to the eternal storehouse. So we're going to talk. Well, I'm going to pick Shay's brain <laughs> for, this, for, for all of you. I'm going to pick his brain about the service, the battlefields that come with being a soldier for Christ. So to start us off. I'm very interested in this idea of coming home from battle as a veteran in the world sense and the new way in which you see things and how you can kind of translate that into coming to Christ, becoming a soldier for Christ. How do you see the world then? What are the parallels between those two experiences? Ooh, that's a good question. She came out hitting, man, y'all. She came out guns loaded. No, um, parallels. How the battle plan is drawn up before I really came back and and really said, you know what, I'm going to be a soldier for Christ. You know, you know, knowing Christ is one thing. Being a soldier for Christ and and really trying to walk in His steps as imperfect as that can be, but really making an effort. Um, but before that, it's like, you know, you have this battlefield. You go. I mean, you don't have a choice. Um, I guess you could go AWOL or something, but I mean, <laughs> most people don't. We go because we, we raised our right hand. We said, I, I, you know, I pretty much an I do to the military. You know, I will stand and defend the Constitution of the United States. You know, you kind of just stand there and you give your all. Um, and a lot of us take that very seriously. We will go when we're told to go. We will do what we're told to do. And we do it usually from a position of pride man, I'm doing something good for my country. So, I mean, it's puffed up. It's, I mean, let's not lie about it. Let's right. just be real. It's right. To be motivated to go fight and, and engage in combat against another human being, there has to be something that lifts you. And, and when I wasn't in Christ, I mean, I still would tell people, hey, look, you got to believe in something. Of course, that's a horrible thing now, you know, when I look back at this. But how does that transfer out, right? So you go. You stand in there strong. You stand in there tough. You stand in there like ready to go and you fight and you come back and you got a lot of garbage, unhealthy things in your pantry. Kind of one of the reasons this show even exists is I know this is like different, but I found peace the best that I could find in the kitchen. So my coping mechanism, and honestly, all it failed, by the way, just, but let me just throw it out there now. <laughs> but at the time I thought it was what would get me through. 
Um, and so you sit there and you dice and you slice and you really refine your skills. You refine the the herbs, you refine the spices because you don't like what's in your, your heart or your pantry or your soul. You don't like what you've experienced. It's hard. It's something that we deal with. It's something that, you know, like Michelle said, yeah, it's not Memorial Day, it's Veterans Day, but every day to us is Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Every day we live this. Every day, this is something that we've gone through, right? So here I am in the kitchen, falling apart. Look, thinking that like... <laughs> Oh, my knife and my green onions, chop, 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 are going to get me through. Um, and it didn't. So how does it transfer across into the kingdom? Man, I go to battle every day. I see more clearly what's going on in the world. I see more clearly what battles are really being waged. I see the supernatural, the spiritual aspect of this instead of the flesh and blood aspect of this. The wars we went and fought, Watch this, y'all. If you're a believer in Christ, we're not flesh and blood. You see it that way. You see it played out on TV that way. You see soldiers dying or you see soldiers fighting. But anger, hate, and all of these things, sin, or these things that we go after, right? It's spiritual warfare. Now I have an answer. I I often have heard soldiers that are coming home say they don't, they can't see this life, this way of life the same ever again. It's like a veil's been lifted, but in the world, it's, it often manifests as PTSD where they see the enemy around every corner, a car backfiring as a gunshot, that kind of thing. And then in the eternal, a veil is lifted and you can see the enemy everywhere, but it's a different type of enemy and you're fighting in a different way, right? And on a whole different battlefield, how do you, as a believer in Christ, kind of reel in the desire to be a soldier like in the worldly military when you encounter a supernatural threat? Oh, that's a good one, man. You, man my wife, she should just <laughs> interview people, y'all. No. Hey, so let me, let me just digest that for a second because I, th- I think what you're saying, and, and let me yeah. just make sure this is clear, right? You're asking me like how you've got this switch that says there's war and then you've got another switch that says it's a supernatural war. Yeah. And how do you work on, help me there. Like you're trained. Yeah. You're trained in the military to fight with, you know, like you said, bring out the guns, bring out the (laughs) cannons and shoot the enemy down. And that's in my head, y'all. But, (laughs) but there, it's like, okay, there's an enemy. I'm going to physically encounter the enemy. And the enemy is often a person right. or a place, like a very physical thing. And then the Bible says we do not battle against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and the powers of darkness. But yet you've been trained as a literal soldier to go in guns blazing or with psyops or with hand to hand, whatever it is, but it's very physical. But the But our God is saying, that is not what I'm calling you to do like every time you encounter sin, I'm not saying to bring out these literal things that you've been trained to use in the world. I'm calling you to pull out spiritual weaponry. Love thy enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Such a flip the script. I mean, it is a script flipper being attacked always brought a counterattack. I'm supposed to love my enemy. 
I'm supposed to feed my enemy. You know, it makes me think of um, World War One, Christmas Day. The enemy stopped, took that moment in time, ate together, played soccer together, football, depends on where you're from. That's what we have to live in all the time. See, they went back to war. They went back with their sergeants and their colonels and their lieutenants and whoever else was running their show, and they started fighting again. They started physically fighting again. The war that I do now, the war that I'm training for now, and let me tell you, y'all, there's a switch. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a switch that I have to really work on, believe it or not. Yeah, like a recalibration. Yeah, it's a, it's a definite recalibration because I'm used to reactive and there's still reaction. Don't get me wrong, but it's a different form. It's a physical versus a supernatural or, or spiritual. Now I fight on my knees. My uh, prayer is my battlefield. Because I know who is on my side. I know who is, is, is leading me. And plus, I've been called to do a certain thing, to love, to love even an enemy. That wasn't in my head before. Now, granted, there's people that you encounter along the way, but generally it's not the dude who was shooting at you that you captured. I mean, I'm not trying to brutalize this. I'm not trying to make it funny. I laugh probably out of nervousness or habit than everything else, <laughs> but it wasn't that. When we would catch an enemy or, or when we encountered an enemy or, or enemies were in our hands, I didn't feel for them. Today, when I see war, when I see enemies of whatever caliber that is um, across the, the nation, the globe, you know, all right. over, right? Does, whatever it is. Now my heart breaks because I'm seeing a battlefield that's waged differently. I'm seeing a battlefield that's about souls. Um, And when you start seeing battles that are waged against people who believe maybe a different way, their finality is horrible. It makes me think of the ceasefire you mentioned in World War One. I think it was called the Christmas Truce or something like that. that. How to battle worldly enemies, you're often stripping the humanity away and seeing them just as the enemy. You don't think about the kids they have at home. You don't think about the wife they might be leaving behind. You don't think about the valuable role in the community they might play. But then the, the script flip where God's calling us to see them as human, to see them as a potential brother or sister in Christ or remind ourselves they are one if our enemy happens to be <laughs> a misguided believer. But you know, in the world, the people that oppose us often, you know, in John, it says it, if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. But we're called to love them despite the fact they're constantly going to be kind of treating us like the soldiers that are stripping away humanity to make it easier to hate and battle us, right? Um, What are your methods like what's your experience how has it been to retrain yourself to see the humanity in the people that and you kind of touched on it already but just like has it been easy or harder uh, I don't know that I personally have ever not thought about a repercussion of a trigger pull right but and I know this so it's raw this is raw yeah this is raw um when they shot at me, you don't think about it. When you're back in your kitchen cutting green onions, <laughs> y- 
you think about it. Mm. You don't necessarily think about the one it happened to as much as you do actually think about a downline of an action. Yeah. So the things that I struggled with, as you mentioned earlier, is the PTSDs and, and, and the things, because y'all, that was my world for a long time. It was more along the collateral damage that created a lot of the issues in my own self. So the humanity aspect for me, and I'm just speaking, look, this is one man, always kind of played a role because I, I, I've always been kind of, I have a heart for people. And those kind of people, the, I mean, there's a lot of us. I mean, let's not shrug the military whatsoever, y'all. Um, a lot of the people who join, join because they have to. Um, there's not a whole lot of options for them. Uh, small town, no job, need to get away from a situation. And so we do. And so there's a lot of us out there that, that I would say, think of the humanity of it. Because otherwise you, you, put, you kind of paint us as these super soldiers that, you know, just like train to fight, fight to kill. Let's go. Rah, rah. And it's, and it's, and I mean, that's, a, that's a lot of it. Like, I'm telling you. But, uh, but we have a downside too. We, we have a, a side where we come back or even when you're in theater or in country or however you want to label that with whatever, whatever service that you're in, mm -hmm. there's a pause and that pause always created a void. So now humanity, so humanity is still there. So we carry it over into our spiritual, right? Into our beliefs, how that, you know, I've now been crucified with Christ is no longer I that lives, but Christ who lives inside of me. It sealed up my void. Now, when I see battles, it's been a spiritual battleground. It's not flesh and blood. Everybody's pointing to flesh and blood. Everybody wants to that, but there's a lot of us out there. A lot of us believers that are saying, oh, no, 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 no. We see this for what it is. It's the principalities. It's, it's the ruler of this world. Now, you know, back then it was like, I come back to void because I didn't have Jesus. Man, praise God for my brothers that had Jesus. Like, it really had Jesus. You yeah. know, like we'll sit there and say, be like, come on, Shay, clean up your language, man. You know, yeah. hey, 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 sorry, Watson, well, man, that language. I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah. You know, but now I have it. And now my kitchen is not my meditation. This is just a place I cook and have fun. <laughs> and, uh, and I fill my pantry with good things. When things go wrong, when things go hectic, when things crash, man, I go, Satan, stop, <laughs> Lord Jesus. And I pray, Yeah, you know, you get on your knees and you pray and, and you fill that void. You get away from the nonsense. And I know Michelle, I'm going to hear, I'm coming back on this one with Michelle a little bit, but she sees it. Yeah. And her being a little younger, me being a little older with a lot, a lot under my belt as far as these battlegrounds go. Yeah. I'm usually like pretty like, eh, it's, it's just relax. It's fine. We're going to be okay. Yeah. And it's because I've seen it being in a void and you can't really throw nothing at me right now that's going to create a void. Amen. When we're talking about battlegrounds, it makes me think of the Vietnam War and I believe I'm not that old, y'all. No, no, no. <laughs> you were one of the people who told me that one of the reasons they struggled so hard there is because of the terrain and how well the soldiers there were familiar with it. And they used kind of the terrain against the against our soldiers. That's right, right? To a degree. Oh, there's a lot. 
There's a in, lot. In the Vietnam War. I, right. I, I don't There's want a to lot. be the one of people, but I do know that um, it was rough terrain. Yeah. But I also know that there was politics behind it. I'm not getting into oh, politics. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. want to get into all that. No, there was but I'm tons. saying that there was a lot of take that hill. I mean, it was already tough. They're dug in. They got tunnels. I yeah. mean, we had our own group of tunnel rats, right? right. They would have to go down in these tunnels. This, it was like an intricate battlefield that was just set up with booby traps and tunnels and all of these things that that made it just horrible for for someone who isn't used to that. I mean, until years into the war, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like if they spent tour after tour. Right. Um, but for just to get in there and, and just be bombarded from all different directions and to take a hill and then be told, okay, come back. Right. And then be told, take the hill again. Okay. Come back. Right. Okay. Take that same hill again. Right. And, and if there's a vet out there listening right now, they know exactly which, which warmth or which portion I'm talking about. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. It was tough. So yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean your briefing right there. That out, no, that yeah. briefing actually, like you made the analogy without me having to like walk us through it. And it is just so perfect because I think you can, you can listen to what Shay just said and, and apply it, like translate it over to see the benefit of building yourself up in the truth before you go out there trying to fight because the enemy and people of this world, they know the world really well, you know, and we have to, be prepped for the battlefield, even though we're of this world before we're saved, that doesn't, that doesn't really help us anymore because the, not to say we're not to get legalistic, but the rules have changed for us. You know, if you want to obey Christ, there's things that the world can do that you are no longer permitted to do. If you want to actually listen to what the word's telling you. Yeah. I I like this track. I actually like this track because I really see us in it. I really do see us in it. Yeah. I, I see me kind of like, I see things. I understand things. I roll with things. And I'm like, I'm going to rest in things. And my wife got fire vinegar. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> or bigger, vinegar, bigger. I don't know which I word mean, right vinegar, now. But, but pretty much either way, it. she is like ready to like jump. When she hears, <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. Let's relax. It's, it's good. But you know, and, and biblically speaking, um, in Proverbs 22, three, it says a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, mm. but the simple pass on and are punished. And that kind of goes along with this rest. I know we want to chomp at the bits at things that we see that are wrong. Um, think about this. We go to war, right? We're not chomping at the bits to go to war. When I was military, it wasn't like the call came out. I'm like, let's go, let's go fight somebody. No, you might be saying that. Look, <laughs> I'm a, here goes puffed up. And you guys, you know, if you're out there in military, don't want to admit this, that's up to y'all. But you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But inside you're like, oh man. Right. Here we go. Right. Because you know death, you know mayhem, you know, you know all of the chaos that's involved in this. And yet here we go. The natural man wants to jump in. It's like, man, I got this. I got this. A lot of people, I mean, they, they're like, I got this. But he's saying a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. But the simple, and you know, that translates in, in, in Hebrew, like foolish and all of that, those other things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's an amazing word. Study the Greek, y'all. Study the Hebrew. I mean, yes. honestly. But uh, pass on and are punished. That's, that's an interesting thought. It's an interesting thought of our position now. It's an interesting thought to where we need to be. 
I don't want to be a puffed up Christian. I want to speak truth. I want to love. I want to give people grace, mercy. I don't want to side for slander, but I want to be in the war the way that I need to be in the war. And I want it to be with the full armor of God. I don't want it to be me. I don't want it to be my actions or reactions. I want to be guided into action. Quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Because wrath, I, I, that progression is, is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Notice how hearing. It's almost prepping the, you. Right, hearing, right? right? It's, like, right. it's like, you know, in Acts, at Pentecost, everybody goes, oh, everybody spoke in the language. And, and they're like about to speak, but really the miracle is in the hearing. Here, there is a deeper rhythm that flows in everyone. How it manifests on the outside is not necessarily what's on the inside. We love to be defensive. We love to be reactive. We love to just go. And Jesus even would stop and pray, pull the disciples aside and pray. A lot of the people we see in the Bible prayed. Their counsel was God. Their counsel was Christ. Their counsel was the Holy Spirit. That's where we need to be. I think that's a wonderful place to settle and leave people to kind of marinate because throughout both old and new Testament, the peculiar things that God calls us to do when done lead to results beyond what human warfare could have accomplished without God. And in Hebrews 13, 14, it says for here, we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. That city's run by someone who can do incredible things simply in partnership with our obedience. It doesn't have to be us striving. It doesn't have to be us coming up with it and, and succumbing to doing the same thing that the world that lies in the power of the evil one does. Amen. Amen. I just want to shout out to all the veterans. If you believe in Christ, man, praise God, trust in him, give him everything, surrender it all. Um, carry your cross, you know, die daily and follow Jesus. If you're a veteran hearing this and you don't believe, look, hit me up. Um, Michelle's going to put out all of the ways at the end of this podcast that you can hit me up. Uh, hit me up. Let's talk. Um, even if you got questions, even if you disagree, I don't care. Let's do it. Let's yeah. just, let's have a conversation. I'm, I love everyone. Um, I don't hold nothing against nobody. And thank you for that final thought because that's where we need to be. Amen. Amen. It's been awesome to interview the hubs. We would love to have some awesome, cool conversations that are just full of love and patience and listening. We're very quick to listen. (laughs) Um, At least we try. At least we try. I mean, we submit it to the Lord daily, you know. Um, But you can do all that through thepantrypodcast.com, as well as on Instagram, Facebook, and Gab. We have, you know, gone into new territory for us. If you think anyone can benefit, you know, rate, comment, subscribe, hand it to a friend, whatever the case may be. You can also reach out to Shay directly at they call me Shay. Shay is S-H-E-A on Instagram. So until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye.